Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Project Fifty Two. In this very episode, we are going to talk about life is a battleground and not a playground. Yeah, this is going to be a really、um, encouraging episode. So, let's dive into this episode. So, life is like a battleground and not a playground. So. Most of us, we know wh- who soldier are. So, as a soldier, being a soldier, and even、uh, we might have seen it in the movie. So, soldier has fifty-fifty chances of getting hit by the enemy's bullet. But the reality is that no soldier want to get hit by a bullet. But、uh, that's the reality. We had to accept it. And we,、uh, and we are a soldier of Christ. And in this,、uh, in this world, we have our own battle. So each one of us, we have our ba- own battle. Ever since we were born into this planet Earth, a baby has to has their own struggle and has to fight as well. And when the When we become a teenage, when we become a teenager, we have our own battle as well. We have to deal with peer pressure, self-esteem, and the environment we are in. As an adult, that's when things that's when things start to get a, a bit complicated. We had to pick our own career path, and we have to get married. We have to make a a bigger decision in life. Yeah. So every stage in life, we have our own battle that we all have to face. So what like what 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 what's your battle right now? What is it that you're battling right now? I'm pretty sure everybody has one, and、um, yeah, we all have our own our、uh, battle. So we have to be very、uh, aware of that. So imagine、uh, this scenario with me. So, if you are a soldier, if you were hit in the battleground, what would you do? If you were hit in a battlefield or in the battleground, what would you do? So, first thing first, you have to be honest. You have to screen, call out for help, and when you call out for help, your、uh, your companion they will help you, and they can evacuate you. But as a Christian, I think. This is the part when we fail, when we are hit, but we pretend that we're okay, but not knowing that soon later we will run out of blood and that will kill us. Pre- when we are not actually okay, but we pretend that we are okay, and friends, that is not a good things. So, as a soldier, we have to be alert all the time. We have to watch all the time. So in First Peter chapter five verse eight, stay alert, watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Ah,、uh, that's what Peter is encouraging. Ah,、uh, every believer, we have to be alert. We have to be. Ah,、uh, we have to be watch out. If we don't. That's when the enemy will come and attack us. I'm not sure if you see if you ever watch a war film, 
like if you dash, when usually when the enemy attack, they attack at dark time, they attack at night, they attack when um uh, there's usually a big party going on, and um and another thing is that they usually attack when it seems quiet and there is um or isolation, so the enemy love to attack. Just like a thief, a thief doesn't come in a day and they just rob you. Majority of the thief, you know, majority of the robbery, uh, take place uh during nighttime. So we have to be alert at all the time. As a soldier, as a soldier in the battleground, we never know when the enemy will come and attack us. Therefore, we have to be uh alert all the time. So what is that enemy weapon? Have you ever thought about that? What's the enemy weapon? So here's the thing. The devil is rowing, uh, uh, rowing like a lion, going around and around and looking for someone to devour. He's looking for someone to devour. So devour, which part of the body? Devour has to do with the mouth. That is the weapon of the enemy. You know, the devil will not bite you. The enemy cannot take you away from the palms of our mighty uh, Jesus' hands. The enemy won't do that. But the enemy weapon is to, to devour us. So he used his word. He used his mouth to inject into our mind. He used certain word to inject that into our mind. So in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16. It's quite interesting how Paul is describing one of the uh, weapon of the enemy. That one of the weapon the enemy use is known as a flaming arrow. So in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16, it says, Also, pick up the shield of fate. With it, you can put out all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Wow. So the enemy used the weapon as a flaming arrow. That's the word. That is a word. When Paul when Paul wrote this, he actually uh, got this uh uh, idea from the Roman soldier. So when a, when the uh, when the Roman archer uh, shoot the arrow on on top of uh, on the uh, tip of the arrow, they will put a, a a flaming fire in there. So when the arrow got you, you will bleed, and the fire will burn that particular enemy. So that's what the Target of the enemy is. So Satan will use certain people. And then. Those people will come and speak. A negative word. Will inject a negative word into our mind. And if we let that sink in. Eventually. It will just it will just destroy us. The devil will never attack us. Physically. In Luke chapter 4, we are familiar with this uh, story. When the 
uh, devil tempted uh, Jesus. The devil doesn't go and push Jesus. Jesus. What does he do? He gives him more suggestion. He tempted him with uh, his word. Same like Adam and Eve. The devil doesn't pick the knowledge of good and evil fruit and then hand it over to Eve to eat it. The devil actually used word to tempt it, uh, both uh, Adam and Eve. As I said earlier, the, the devil cannot take possession of our life because we are saved in the hands of Jesus. But he can approach us. He can talk to us and he can give us an idea. We have to be aware of that. And here's the thing. He is constantly looking for the best time to tempt you. And the devil knows when is the best time to, to tempt us. So the devil usually loves to tempt us, especially when we are alone. For example, let's look at David. When David saw Bathsheba, when she was uh, bathing, when she was, yeah, when she bathed, and he was tempted. David's supposed to go into the war. David's supposed to be fighting. But he didn't fight. He was being alone on the rooftop. So that's when the enemy tempted him. So the reality is that how does Jesus actually overcome uh, the temptation of devil or Satan? So what does Jesus do? When when Jesus was tempted, what does he do? He actually talked back to the devil. He talked back to the devil. But how does he talk back to the devil? He talked back to the devil by the word of God. That is that's what we have to do. We have to talk back to the devil, not do it physically, not harming ourselves, but we have to talk to the devil by the word of God. That's why we have to be equipped by, uh, we have to be, uh, we need to uh, have the word of God in our life. Uh, without the word of God, we cannot overcome uh, the, de- uh, the battle we are facing. We cannot overcome the temptation that uh, Satan is tempting us. We have to be alert all the time. So basically as a soldier, we have to load our gun all the time we have to check it each and every day we have to uh stay in the word so yeah, i heard this story from a former police officer so after his shift he went to the uh to a restaurant and they were uh just chilling with uh friends and they, they still have the uh uniform on they didn't take it out yet and then one of his friends noticed that his gun was unloaded. And when his uh, friend uh, told him, he was shocked. And he couldn't believe it. And he was like, if there was, uh, if there was a shootout happened in that particular day, he will be in trouble. So we have to be alert all the time. We have to be uh, we have to be in the word of God. If 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 not, then there's no way we can uh overcome uh 
uh, our temptation, you know, when the devil come and tempt us. So we uh so as I said earlier, one of the uh weapon that the enemy will use is word. So be very aware, like when you use word and when others use word to you, like what kind of word are you receiving? Or what kind of word are you been hearing or you've been listening to? Yeah, what kind of word are you being listened to? So we have to be very uh, aware of that. For for instance, if someone say, uh, you're not good at this, you're not good at that, you're not a singer, but when you truly love to sing, you have to be very aware of that. Because if the devil plant that seed in, in in your head, if it uh if if you let that sink in, if you let that uh take place in in your thought, eventually it will grow and that will uh destroy you. But if you look at the word of God, God say you are valuable, you are worthy, and you are someone, you are very unique, and you are made up and in his image. So Yes, that's one of the things that uh, that's is one of the way that we can overcome uh, our enemy. So yeah, let's talk about some of the strategy that how we can uh, win the battle. How we can win the battle? I think it's very important we learn how to win the battle because the enemy usually, uh, I think, in this time age, the enemy usually uh, attack our emotion really bad. Especially for the youth, you know, even even myself, you know, I think emotion is a huge thing. But uh, yeah, so the the enemy will love to uh, attack us in that particular field. But we have to remember this: uh, we are a children of God, and we have to be uh, obedient to the word of God. So yeah, let's look at some uh the one of the uh like three tactic or three strategy to win the battle in Exodus chapter 17 verse 8 to 13 so I'm going to uh, read it Exodus chapter 17 verse 8 to 13 the Amalekite came and attacked the Israel and Moses said to Joshua choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekite Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. So Joshua fought the Amalekite. Moses had order. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hand, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stole and put it under him, and he sat on it. Eric Nahur held his hands up, one on one side, one on the other, so that his hand remained steady till sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with his sword. So the first strategy is that we had to believe God. We had to believe God is fighting this battle for us. That's what Moses was saying. I will stay on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. So he know that God is, he, he know that he's not fighting the battle alone. God is fighting this battle with him. So God is going to help him to win the battle. And we all know that we, when we can never overcome such a things without the help of the Holy Spirit, without the help of God. 
and we need him in our life. We cannot rely on our own strength in each and every day. We need him in our life. And that's why uh, we needed to be in his presence. We needed to be uh, strengthened by him. Because with, with, we are very limited human, uh, human being or a creature. But God is able to do anything. So we, we have to believe that God is uh, fighting a, uh, God is fighting a battle on behalf of us or uh, he's fighting a, a battle with us. And the second one is that you don't have to fight alone. So when Moses was uh, fighting this particular battle, he wasn't alone. He has Joshua, he has Aaron, and he has Hur. So, and he also had the soldier, all the general, or the commander. So Moses, Moses wasn't fighting uh, the battle alone. He was with the other uh, people, with Joshua and Aaron. So you don't have to fight the battle alone. Let's say if you are depressed. If you are depressed, you don't need to deal with that alone. If you have a su suicidal thought, don't deal with that alone. Ask for your friend. And ask. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there who can help you. It, it, it could be your parent. It could be someone who, who truly loves you. It could be your pastor. It could be your teacher or your professor out there. Like there's somebody out there, somebody out there who is, who is willing to help you. And it is our responsibility to ask them for help. As I have mentioned earlier, if, if we are hit in the battlefield, in the battleground, but we are pretending like we are okay, that's not a good thing. Eventually, that things will kill us. We will run out of blood and, and eventually uh, we could get killed for that. So when you know you are hit, when you know that you are in a in a season or depression, in a season when you have uh you you have a suicidal thought, just ask one of your close friend. And if you don't have somebody, I'm pretty sure you have somebody in your life, somebody who loves you enough. And if you don't, I mean, um, here you can you, you can uh DM me or you can message me. I'm I'm willing to talk to uh um uh, you all out there. So. But I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there, and there's a lot of uh, counselor out there. I mean, if, if I mean, if you have money, you could pay them. So they're willing to pay. Uh, they're willing to uh, spare some some of the time with you. And not only that, there's yeah, there's so many places. So that's that should be our excuse. We should uh, fight fight it alone. And it doesn't have to be depression. It doesn't have to be an emotional damage. It could be our own family problem. It could be our own like addiction. You know, there's uh when we have an account an accountability in our life, accountable person in our life, it does help a lot in so many ways. So in uh Ecclesiastes chapter four verse twelve it says a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated. But two can stand back to back and conquer. Threes are even better. For a triple braided cord is not easily broken. So a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated. If you're by yourself, there's a lot of chance that you can be defeated. But two standing back to back and conquer. And 
here's the thing. Threes are even better for a triple braided cord. It's not easily broken. So it's hard to break uh, 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 a triple uh, braided cord. And yes, so uh, we don't have to fight that battle alone. So Moses does give us uh, a really great uh, example in this uh, particular uh, uh, scripture here. So, and last and final one is seek and welcome support. Seek and welcome support. So, yes. <clears throat> we have to seek and welcome support. And arrogant is probably the biggest enemy when, when, it, say, uh, when it comes to welcome and support. In this in this uh, uh in this passage, Moses was tired. Moses was tired. And what is his uh companion is doing? They actually bring a rock so that he could sit. And not only that, he they actually uh hold up his hands. Because when his hand is down, the enemy is winning. But as long as he hold up his hands, they are winning. So, yes, Moses is a great leader, but he still need a support. He still need an assistant. So when it comes to a battle in life, we need to ask for help and we need to welcome support in our life. Because, because we will feel weak and not even Moses uh, can stand that. We have to humble ourselves and then... Uh, accept assistance, ask for help. And another thing is that it's never shameful to ask for help from a, a friend. It, it, yeah, it's never uh, shameful to ask for help than being defeated uh, with our own uh, arrogance. So, but if you're someone who is strong, if you're someone uh, that you know you can help somebody, then yeah, if you are like Aaron, then you should help. You should uh, provide whatever resource that is available to to help your uh, your friend. But if you if if you don't have a res uh, like a resource, just be with them, cause cause your presence is the most uh, valuable too. And you can you can ask somebody who experienced or somebody who lost someone is in their life. Uh, there was a local. Uh, there's a local pastor in 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 here. So when his father passed away, uh, and he told this story in one of his sermon, and I was I was touched by uh his uh testimony. He said there was a, a friend who actually who would call him without saying a word to him, but he would be on the line on the phone uh, on on the phone with him for thirty minutes without saying a word. I think that is so meaningful, and and, and to me, uh, for me, I it's I don't even have any word to. It's hard for me to encourage some someone, especially especially if they lost uh, a person in their life, because I don't think uh, a word can uh, melt or mend their heart or can heal their heart. But yes, uh, whatever it is, we can still uh, encourage them. If not, just uh, be with them. So that is the winning strategy. So let me uh, 
let me uh wrap up that this. So the first one is the battle is God is fight God is fighting the battle with us, and the second one is we we don't have to fight alone, and the third one is we have to welcome support and. Accept assistance in our life. So yes, that is the winning strategy. So you you don't have to do uh this alone. There's always help available. And if you are uh emotional damage, even social, it could it could be in different uh maybe in when it comes to purity, or when it comes to spiritual, there's always somebody out there. And remember. Life is a battleground and not a playground. We're not here to have fun. I mean, we we do need to have fun, but we have to know that in the spiritual realm, life is like a battleground. The devil is ready, and he he prowls around like a ro a roaring lion, ready to devour us, ready to plan a thought, an, an evil thought in our mind. So we have to be alert all the time. So I hope this this episode、uh, encourage you. So yeah, if you can, if this episode encourage you,、uh, yeah, maybe rate this episode with、uh, wherever you consume this uh, uh, podcast, either on Spotify or on Apple Podcast. I will really appreciate it. And yes,、um, have a good one. God bless you all.